Okay, so we have over here in the beginning of the, the parsha, we have that Sora is Nicteris, and Abraham comes back from the Kedah to that, to that Matzah. Rather before Shemshel and the Kachshah, that they, you know, they have a problem that he already reached the Nisar Nakedah. I tell you that, the Kirel came out, so the, the version says, I re, you, I've now you've reached the point of, of a year of a year as Elohim to the... So what's the purpose of what comes afterwards? Okay, I'm not going to res- I'm not going to address that directly, but at least for the, the, what applies to us, I tell you, Maisa, and think about a little bit how it applies to our lives. This person, a very uh, very uh, of a lady, who had uh, she had a matzah. One child was born premature with complications, the child had asthma, different things. Then she, that was. That was her second son. Then she, then she had a girl. Then she, the, 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 her third son was born very sick. Lived for a very long time. A lot of different ups and downs, and emergencies, went back to the hospital, scared until he was nifted at the year, year, the age of a year. That was the second. Son. Then she had some more children. Then she had another son. The day he was born, he had to have emergency, had to, had to have emergency surgery. So I was talking with her right around, right, right, right around, maybe the day of the surgery. I think I spoke to her the day after the surgery. And she said to me, she said, "This is Rebbeinu I paid my dues already." And she lived. She already lived her her share of sorrows. She went through a year of a son in and out of the hospital, up and ups and downs. The first son, the second, the third. Where's the gvul? Where's the limit already? Why do Hebrachmonis? I paid my dues already. That was a nusa that she used. No, I paid my dues already. And the answer is, there's nothing paying dues. In the beginning of you have the age of Yaakov, because Yaakov didn't leave Shalva. Yaakov didn't want to have it, wanted to be able to to be able to have Shalva, have have peace. And the purpose of this world is to be challenged. The purpose of this world is, is, is to constantly have to grow. Purpose, that, that's the purpose of this world. You want to know why in Abraham Avinu, you want to know, put in the context of Abraham Avinu, does it answer the question? I don't know. Maybe the person reaches a point where eventually it doesn't apply anymore. I don't know. I'm not going to get involved in that. But for, our, for ourselves, the point is that it's a, life is a constant growth, a constant challenge and a constant growth. Every single situation is a challenge for us. Every single situation is an opportunity to grow. That for sure applies. The, the, there's a board from Virucham. It's, it's, it's a scary board. It, it, it sort of takes it, put it in the con- Wait, it'll shake you out of your complacency and say, hey, i got to wake up and start doing something. The mission says, the mission that talks about well, that this world, is, you have the Malachim Ruba, Pailam Salem. there's a lot of work, the workers are, 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 are uh, at Salem, they're lazy, the Balabai is and the is pushing, right? So pushing, you learn, you picture it, you know, you have a fellow over there in the, in the factory, and the, and the manager is this terrible fellow with, with, with always giving you know, walking around, checking up on the, on the production. That's how you learn Pasha. That's how you learn Pasha Pshat, you know, in, in, the, in, in the mission. So Rehokim says it's not the Pshat. Now this, interesting enough, this, these, this is a series of four Shmuz that Rehokim said, these are the last four Shmuz of his life. And, and it's interesting to see because these last four Shmuz of his life really were 
talks about the person, then the person now, whether he was sick and he knew it or not, I don't know. And I'm not aware that he was. It's an interesting thing. Kalem Balabai says like this. He says, Balabai says, not that he's pushing the, the workers. He's pushing forward. Balabai says means he's pushing forward. What does it mean he's pushing forward? He has a muscle like this. Let's say you make up to meet a person at 9 o'clock. So you come at 9.01, 9.02, 9.03. You came late, but the, you, know, you don't miss the person. Well, let's say you make up that you're going to catch a train. And the train is traveling from New York to Chicago. And it reaches Cleveland at 9 o'clock. That's what it says on the schedule. And it leaves Cleveland at 9.02. So if you come there at 9.03, you miss the train. There's a person at stationary. Good. So you, you, come, you don't come like, you don't miss anything. He's there, he's there. But someone which is moving, it's moving forward, you have to catch up that moment. You don't catch up, no, you lost. Balabais means that, that Balabais is pushing forward. Akhurish Borho is, in a certain sense, whatever that means, is constantly moving ahead. And we have to keep up with him. We don't keep up with him. It says, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a medrash, which is a scary medrash. And that's what he's coming to explain the medrash. The medrash says that a person, his whole life does mitzvahs. And the last thing he does in his life is an Avera. He's nifter. He, he passes away from this world during an Avera. It's if, it's, it is as if he spent his whole life doing Averas. And a person spent his whole life doing Averas. And he does a mitzvah. And he's nifter during the mitzvah. It, it, is, it is as if he spent his whole life doing a mitzvah. That's what the matter says. Now, obviously, it doesn't mean you lo- the person loses his scar. So, but this point, the, the point he took out, he's taking out of it is, you can't say, I, I, I made it. I reached it. The Balabai says constantly moving. You, have to keep, you want to keep up with the Kodesh Baruch you have to constantly keep moving forward yourself also. He's moving forward, you have to be moving forward. In other words, you're going to miss the train. It's a constant, constant, a constant chance to, to catch up with the Kodesh Baruch He's running. You've got to keep running with him. You can't, you can't one day take off your running shoes and take a, take a break. Now, that was one thing he said in the shul. They talk about the idea of the, the traveling. Uh, part of, part of driving somewhere is taking a rest. Uh, but as long as the rest of it doesn't become the focus. This is what I want to choose. Not Marshall. So same thing over here. Part of our avoida is to be able to, to, to take a rest, take a vacation when we need it. But it can't become that's of the purpose, the focus is, the purpose of life is the rest. The purpose of life is, is the vacation. That, that can be. The purpose of life is the growing. The purpose of life is, 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 is becoming closer to Kodesh Baruch. The rest stops are ways for me to be able to, re, to recreate myself, recreation, to recreate myself, give myself the chance to go right. ויהיו,ויהיו,ויהיו,ויהיו,ויהיו,ויהיו,ויהיו,ויהיו,ויהיו,ויהיו,ויהיו,ויהיו,ויהיו,ויהיו,ויהיו,ויהיו,ויהי
Mayim Chaim is water which gives out. Chaim means the ability to give. A person who's, who's an Ani doesn't, doesn't have Ani doesn't waste to give to other people. A person with Sarah is cut off from the, the society. A person with Suma has a limitation, his ability to see, and therefore is not able to give. And a person who doesn't have Bani doesn't have the main focus, especially of a woman, where she gives is to her children. She doesn't have that. There's a certain sense of it's considered Iskames. That is the first step. Second step, it says, Shnei Chaye Sora. Sarashi says, Kulum Shabbat Matai. What is Kulum Shabbat Matai? Means she lived 127 years, and all the 100 years were all equal in her eyes. She had the same type in all those 127 years. Here is a person who picked up. Taking a girl out of New York to have her move the silver spring. To take a lady over here to move her from, from, from where she came from all the way to, to where to wherever we're going. We'll get into the, into the entire car and we'll start driving across America. And wherever we decide, you know, wherever you know, the, the, the Holy Spirit comes upon us, this is the place we're going to stop. This is where we're going to stop. Tell the lady that. She says, you know, buddy, you know, marry, marry somebody else. You're leaving me alone. You know what I mean? You know. She picked up and she went. She comes, gets there. So finally, okay, this is the place to be right away. There's a rule. She's on the stream. How she's on the stream? She gets, she gets molested by, by the king. Right. This is this is. It. Then she comes back and she she, she has she's there for ten years without children. Then she has her maid servant. The maid servant all of a sudden becomes uh, starts starts rubbing the salt into the womb. Then she then she goes for another, another thirteen years and she's zayicha to uh, another twelve years and she's zayicha to have. No, not 13 years. Not 13 years, and she's she's to have another king take her away. Right? And finally, she has a son. Sorry, Menos Kayach was every single day. Every single day was she did what Kosh Baruch wanted. Kosh Baruch wanted her children. She have children. She won't have children. She davened for. She wanted it. But the idea that whatever I get, the package that I get, the pickle that I get, that's what I'm supposed to get, that's what I want to get. That's what life is. Last point I want to say on this, there's a famous Maisa with Exactly the story goes, I don't remember all the details of the story. Maisa with the There was a, um, a year in England, it was very Isaac in, in Tzorchei Tzibur. And took away from his learning, was able to learn too much. So he can't, uh, finally reached a point, he said, you know, he, he can't take this anymore. It's, it's not learning, it's business, everything, everything is sugatenished. So he came to the Chavetz Chaim, he decided he's going to leave, he traveled to, 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 to Europe, traveled to Lita, he went to speak to the Chavetz Chaim about it. The Chavetz Chaim, the Chavetz had the ability, many times, he used to, the person walked in the door, he would say, a Musser board, or a, a Pasuk, something which applied to that person before, before, before the person even asked the question. So he walks in the Chavetz Chaim, the Chavetz Chaim is saying, when he walks in, Pasuk, he's saying, Nisim Rodavid, after the Chesed, you're the Chavetz Chaim. He says the person has to know that he has redeemed business world. There's something going to something to run after. Have, no person in this world has sorrow. Doesn't have sorrow. Every person in this world has sorrow. You can have one sorrow, different sorrow. The Bakasha wasn't that I should have a shower. His Bakasha was what's going to run after me? What's going to be my redeemers? What's going to be my sorrows after the my bakash is that what the sorrows that I have is I, I, I'm up late at night, busy with with with, with chasad, busy with toif. I get up early in the morning, I'm busy in the middle of the day, I run around like chicken chicken without the head, but what am I running, what am I doing it for? For Taiba Chesed. Instead of for people who have to run to the hospital because they're sick. You have to run to the to, to the to the welfare office for for, for Panos. Instead of doing that, my Bakasha is after the Chesed, you're the Kalim Echaya. He said Shalom Alaikum, he got his head already got his answer, he said Shalom for the time, and said goodbye. Yes, a person has to have, but a person has to know 
you know, when a person is, it does have have a difficulty, and it's a difficulty which applies in none of a mitzvah, applies in difficulties in mitzvah, and some of the things, say, Baruch Hashem, that the source which do come are the source of Tzavich Hesed, not the source of something else that's bad. Because there's no, there's no way out of this, of, of this plant. This is, this is the amount that each person has to have. That's how he grows. Aga, though, we have to talk partially of the Kura of, of, of Sori Menel, talking in Kovar Amaze a little bit. Involved in the Halacha, but involved into the, in, the, the Hashkafa Shabbat. That's, we find in Halacha the, the concept of burying the Mesa as, as quickly as possible. There's a fair look at the Sar, there's a terrible pain that the Mesa has until it's buried. When the person passes away, the, the Shama is connected to the body. And the different stages of uh, after the person passes away of the connection to the body, the breaking of the connection hurts, but the staying connected also, the, the being there, the, the mace is there, the mace is aware of what's happening. The halacha says, and the halacha is marked very much that, 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 number, that the, 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 the kavura should be as quickly as possible. I had a mice. Um, um, there was a year I was very close with a very special person after about two, more than two years, maybe three or four years ago already. Extreme, a big, I mean, the man was, the man was, he, he, he wrote a tzavua for his children. Uh, an ethical, ethical will for his children. He wrote it at the age of 40. That's why he was 57. He wrote it to the age of 40, and it's, it's, it's found in the, in the Swarm, and it's a school that a person should write, it's a long life, and a school that a person should write it so far. And the worst comes the worst, it doesn't work, so at least they have it so far from the father. So he wrote it so far. You see what the man was thinking about, the ideas. Um, he wrote it so far that there should be no, by, on his matzeh, where they should not put any shvach or anything like that. And I went to his, went to his cabaret. He's buried in Muncie, he's buried next to the Marshall Schwab, the Tzadik from Muncie. Marshall Schwab, Marshall Schwab's brother, so he's right next to him. So Marshall Schwab has this beautiful matzeva. And he has, you know, Poi Nitman, Masharan Ben Hirsch, the date of the Thira, Chof Beis Kislev, and Tansabat, the Nasha Trubat Zerachan. That's it. He told his children they cannot name a child after him. Because he's a Russia. And why should you give the children the name of a Russia? If you want to name your child, name after a son. If it really bothers you because you want to at least give something, because you, I'm your father, only I'm not to give another name besides. They have to give, the name is Moshe Aaron, they have to give another name besides. So I just got a, just got a letter from the, his wife. My wife just got a letter from her that she said that one of the children had a baby, it's the name of Moshe Aaron Simcha, something like that. They added a. They, so, Moshe Aaron, he says, he made it so well, they can't say over my about him. The soldier can't say what mice is him. You want to say the guitar from him? You can say the but no mice. All of this is Moscow of Anusa. And start saying that he's such a great person. It's not really true. It's to be in Shemayim. They'll have, they'll have tainas in him. Yeah, they say, you're so great. You're not so great. It's a mixed for him. What do they need it for? This is what he wrote. The age of 40, he's writing for his children. It's a person who lived Torah, lived Chesed. The, during the Shiva, the stories which are coming out of Chesed after Chesed, a person came in from Chicago to Menachem Ovel. We went together to Yeshiva with, with the Mersha Aaron in the, in the 50s, maybe, and Yeshiva together. They weren't close. So, you know, they knew each other, they said hello to each other, said, this person was going through, recently was going through a, a life crisis, his wife was getting a divorce, whatever. I mean recently, you know, a few years, a few years ago, a few years before the theory. He's left all by himself, his wife, to make a custody of the children, it was a very, very 
big upheaval in his life, difficult time. He didn't have anybody to talk to. One day there's a knock on the door. There's a Mershon Aaron with his suitcases. He's moving in. He picked up. He took left left his job in New York, took off a week, flew to Chicago. Here's a year over here in Chicago. Nice kids. He took off a week and spent a week with his person, spending time with him, just being matach. There's a girl. There's a girl in Cleveland, Cleveland, a young lady. But I think actually she just got engaged. She was, was radio, probably 30 already before she got engaged. So this girl, he had no, he never personally met the girl. The parents of the girl would not get to with him. He just knew them. But here was a girl in Cleveland. He lived in Muncie, who needed Chizik. She was already old, so he wrote every month. He wrote her a letter of Chizik. She, she came. She came. She had a, pe- a pile of letters, exactly like this. He called people. There was people. There was, I know. I know. There was a person in in tells having a difficult period with with, with with money and with, with having children, other different problems, getting a job. He spoke to Mershon. There was there was a period of a few months. He spoke to him every single night, twelve o'clock at night. He speaks to him. That was Kess. Tara. He, when he was fifty or so, he decided he stopped working and he went back to Tara. So he didn't come to this world to spend his life working or he, went, he quit his job and went back to living in Started in Muncie. So the Muncie wasn't, it went, but it wasn't going. Very few people his age learning, still learning even in Muncie. Lakewood there were, so he sold his house and moved to Lakewood. I, when I came to visit, visit him in Lakewood, he, he was already getting sick. So he didn't tell me about it. His wife asked me, I should, I should tell the Rosh Hashiva, Raya Makil, that, that they should say, tell him the Shiva too. So I, was talk, so I went and told her Raya Makil. And Rabbi Makil told me, he says, in Tarasant, he says, Ramesh Aaron is the best Baruch in Yeshiva. He says, why is he talking in Yeshiva? He says, he never misses Babylon. He never misses Seder. He never misses a Shmuz. He never misses a Shalshudas. He doesn't miss anything in Yeshiva. He never misses. And he didn't have a car. He used to walk to Yeshiva from his house. Which was, well, okay, it wasn't far. Like the term, you know, that, you know, people are very far out. But when he was during, during, he had, he was during chemo, he didn't miss a Seder. He said, when he's by the doctor. But he never took took off because he was not feeling well. He came to say there and he learned. He had to say there at night time till twelve o'clock. You couldn't get him on the phone except for emergency. You're not get him on the phone before twelve o'clock at night. Then that's when he started doing tests. That's when he wrote sat down the phone. He started writing down the letters. He started writing these letters and making phone calls and and getting raising money. I know personally the person he raised. He was a person. A person got uh, was was put into jail. He mortgaged his house. Put a mortgage on his put a mortgage on his house. To, to hire lawyers to get the guy out of jail. He was still paying it off. When he was nifty, he was still paying it off. Uh, so, with the Tells alumni, they did. They made it Lakita to to pay off the pay off the mortgage. They should be able to. And the type of person who, so in his savor, we'll get to what we in his savor, he wrote that when he's nifter, two things. First, they should be kind. Dal on him. His Indian brought down the sword. Brought down. That a person nifter, they should they should do a form of the dal misses bezdin on him after he's nifter. They throw him off the table onto the which is. I was there by the tower. Uh, we couldn't we, we couldn't you know you can't do it, but you cannot do it. So the psak was we asked the child the psak was to lower him down on the last few, few feet the last footers will let him drop as a kind of skill just throwing off whatever. And the the tabor was not to wait for anybody. The kavur should be as quickly as possible not to wait for anybody anything. Because after fourth, I got the call. I got the call four thirty in the morning. The call was. I mean, we knew it was coming. He was very sick in the hospital. It was a question of time. So, 
I went to sleep every night. I went to sleep. I wake up in the morning. Baruch Hashem, the phone, I, didn't, I didn't get the phone call. He was, running, he, was in, he was in the hospital in New York, and I was in Cleveland. I got the call from somebody else who got in the call. One, it was, the via was called for 7.30 in the morning. It was after 3 o'clock in the morning. The via was called for 7.30 in the morning. Like, he's not supposed to wait for anybody. That was the Savoir, and the son was there. The son said he's not waiting for anybody. The only thing was this year in Cleveland I went with had been in New York, had flew, was, his, was his closest Chavi, had been in New York, and was the head of Chavi, like one of the biggest Askarim in Chavi in Cleveland. What's a minute, minute? So, um, he had been in New York on Thursday, because I thought it was already Thursday, they were very, and this happened on I think, Sunday night, I Monday, I think Monday was over, maybe it was, yeah. So, on Thursday, he had been in New York, because I thought it was, he flew back to Cleveland, he flew back to Cleveland like an hour before Shabbos. And at that time, Rameshaun had told him he wants him to be there by Shasta Tahara. So, he, he, when he got the call at 3 o'clock in the morning, he says, you have to wait for me. Because they told me I have to be there by Shasta Tahara. That was the Tzavor. It was the Tzavor, written Tzavor, said not. So they asked the Shiloh by Poisik, it says the written Tzavor overrides. He says, we're not waiting for you. And this person said, it cannot be. He told me he wants to be there, I have to be there. So we got, two people made it from Cleveland. I got the phone call basically. I ran, to, I knew they were not going to be touched to me, so I went to the mikvah. I ran, my wife put together what I needed. I ran to upstate to Yeshiva to go to, go to the mikvah, they have a mikvah in, in Yeshiva. I came back down, we, flew, we ran to the airport. We, we were the last of people on the plane. By the time I got to the airport, you know, everything like that, we la- get, get your ticket, I got a ticket. I called up there to get the ticket, whatever. Last of people on the plane. We ran, there was, you know, states always has to be, it's the last, the last, has to be the last gate in the airport. So it was running to the airport, the tour was. Got on, then they shut the door. Down on the plane. And on the plane, from the plane, he called. He called another close time in New York who knows all the back streets. He says, meet us, get it there as quickly as possible. The tire was on the news square. The mice said there was a delay from the hot day. We, we, got them, we, we, we arrived early, the plane arrived early, and this fellow knew the back streets because they could avoid. I mean, it was, it was great. I mean, like, I have no idea where we were driving, but he got us there. We, we arrived at the same time as the dorm. There was a little delay by the, air, by the hospital, so they couldn't get the, you know, they get the, the coroner to sign the papers to, 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 to let the maze go. It took time, whatever. So, send it up. We got there at the same time. See, we, this year, got his, he got his Mekayim and so all the maze. They didn't wait for anybody. It was, it was, it was, eventually, it turned out that Levi was 8.30. Levi was 8.39. Until we got to Muncie and actually made the, where was it Muncie? It was probably nine, closer to 9 o'clock. From 3 o'clock to 9 o'clock, 6 hours. Covered on this. You don't wait. What's going on is really that, that, that's, you know, forget about that. I don't even talk about that. The idea of that there's a, there's a terrible star to the maze, and it's a great cover to the maze. It's, 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 it's a chesed gomer, chesed godel, to be able to prepare the maze as quickly as possible. Posit says, by Yishma Avram Elafron, Posit design. Avram heard. Heard Ephron, and he gave him Aramaic Shachokesim over the surface. Now, he never asked for any money. He said, "Listen, you know, Aramaic Shachokesim, Benim and Chomai, go marry." So you read, read the story. It's a funny, funny story. Ephron said, "Listen, come on, it's four hundred dollars. What's four hundred dollars to you, good friends like you and me?" Go and go bury your mace. So what do you mean? He meant, you know, come on, it's like you know, we're good friends. Don't worry about it. All of a sudden, Rome is paying, and Rome will listen to after and paid him. Like, what's, what's going on over here? So, I, I, one time I saw him before, I remember who, one time I saw him before, she said like this, I brought down from him before, she said like this, she says that, 
it's just a funny thing. Everyone is giving the, the car away for giving away, giving away the car. He says, you know, listen. So do you? We're having this discussion. I'm trying to convince you to take something from me. So I said, you know, listen. It's worth 400 shekels. But between me and you, good friends, it doesn't. Don't worry about it. Is that what you're going to say? You're not going to say that. He said, come on, don't worry about it. It's not so much. You say, I'm not going to mention a price. I'm trying to convince the fellow to take him a toner for me. I'm trying to convince you to take him a toner. So I say, this pen, it's worth 200 but take it. You say, come on, it's not worth so much. Don't worry about it. It's not so bad. Please take, it would be such a honor for me to take the pen. You take my pen. That's what you're going to say. Our friend, our friend says, you know, come on, a piece of land, 400 shekels between me and you, come on, how much, you know. So Avram understood what was going on in Ephraim's mind. But Yishma Avram had the ability to understand. The point was that Avram didn't, you know, the words were, don't worry about it. This is the words. Were. The thought process was, oh, I wish he pays me. Avram was picked up on the thought process. Important, the kuda, the, 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 the forge, the point of, I understand what people are really saying. A person comes into you and he's, he's all upset and he gives you an argument about, about, a, about a little detail. Somebody, you know, so you start arguing with it, it's not important, yeah, important. What's the person really saying? You think he's upset about the detail? He's upset about the detail. So you start giving an argument about the detail, it's a waste of time. That's not bothering him. What's really bothering him is they had a fight with his wife this morning. It's really bothering him. It's really bothering him that he didn't have a good night's sleep. It's really bothering him that he's got a test today. What's really bothering him is he didn't learn good yet. That's what's really bothering him. So, so therefore, he ends up so, so giving me an argument about that point. Uh, one one time, a, a, a lady wrote, wrote like this. She says, "My husband came home, and for, for Kufa, every every day he was coming home and give me. And I walk in and he would, you know, complain that I'm, I'm too slow. I'm like, and you know, and give, everything I did, I didn't wrong. So I started with him. That's not true. You know, you have to appreciate more how much I do, etc. And she wasn't getting anywhere. So she writes this lady writes. She says, you know, the one that hit me. He's been up since 5:30 in the morning. He went to Shira before davening. Then he goes in, goes straight, straight to work. He doesn't eat too much. He doesn't eat like a minch. He works like uh, very hard. And he finally, then he has a fight with the trapper who comes home. And he walks to the door. What he needs, what he wants, is the food on the table and a little chance to rest. But what do I do with him? He walks in the door. I had a terrible day with the kids. So what do I do is, right away, I need something to, to unburden myself. So right away, instead of walking in and giving him a smile, giving him a hello, how was your day, and letting him relax for a few minutes, and giving him something to eat right away, I'm sitting there trying to stuff his ear without how my day was. So no wonder he doesn't feel happy with me. He says, if I want to keep my marriage intact, she said, I decided I have to forget about myself for a little bit and focus on him. And he'll be happy, and then he'll start to be able to focus on me, the cock if she kept focusing on what, on just on what he said, she never would have gotten anywhere. But she didn't focus on what he was. She focused on what really he was saying. Really, he was saying was that he had a long day and that he's very tired, he's very hungry. But what he was saying to her was, you know, you should have handled the kids differently. That's what he was saying. Because he wasn't really just talking about the kids right now. The person has to focus on what is the person really saying. You have a beginning of the parsha of Ram. So you mentioned last week. Uh, read you a uh, piece from Remendel 
So Mendel Meir says the story that took interest in it. So Nanju, he asked him, someone asked him why. So he showed him the Ramban in this passage about the. I also told you that I looked through the whole Ramban and I still didn't figure out what he, where he saw that Ramban exactly. So I tried again and a little bit to I also be Yodi. But I saw in Pirkei Torah from the Shira Gifter that he says the Pshatner, the basic point of the Ramban, he says he says he is Yisoyed. And, and he says, he told her Rebbe Meir, Rebbe Meir, and Rebbe Meir pointed out to him that's, that's what the Ramban is saying. He says, it's impossible for a human being to have the Midah Bakal. Midah Bakal belongs to Kodesh Borah. Kodesh Borah is everything, Kodesh Borah is the source of everything. So the Midah, the concept, the, the attribute the, of, of, of Kodesh does not belong to a human being, can't have everything, can't have all the Gashis and all the Rukhis, everything that you want. It's impossible. Kodesh Borah has Kodesh. Avram reached the Madrega, so what, what happened to Avram? Avram reached the Madrega that he was the, 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 the the pathway. He was the pipeline. Like, just like you said, the concept of the the, the, the source of good to the world comes through and then it spreads out to the whole world. Avram became the source. He became the source of Baruch Hashem gave the world Hashpah through Avram. To everything. And that's the meaning. That's the meaning. Avram became now, he reached the status, he was a partner to Hashem. He became such a such an important part of the world. He, that's Bakur. So now, everything which is coming to the world, everything which is all of the type which comes to the world is through is because of Avram. It's through Avram. That's what it means by Kho. So Avram reached the Madrega of sustaining the whole world. And I hold it by that. We just discussed one look at when a person dies. A person does a chesed. A chesed is a beautiful thing. A person does a chesed, he helps one person, another person out. You think about the, the greatest case a person could do is davening and learning. When a person daven, the person can daven for the whole world, one shot. And Tila helps. People, people need help in their learning. They're not, they're not successful in learning. Everything is lashon We should have help. Person needs, person needs, people in the world need the tshuva. Hashiveno ovino. Hashiveno, return us. You can for the whole world. People need refuah. People need geula. First time you mention geula in Shemun Esrei, like a lot of unfortunately it's for private geula. Private source. But the person has, person uh, needs uh, a shidduch. The person needs to have kinder. The person has having difficulties. Shalom bai. All those different things. All those things go into that category. You can for the whole world over there. Pranasa. People need pranasa. You, you can do, you can do more chesed through your children. You can do it any other way. The Rambam tells you to say learning. How do you do chesed through learning? So it's clear the Gemara. I mean, Klor and Chazal. That's the source of all time in the world is through learning. There's no learning. The world goes back to Torah or whatever that means. Goes back to. The, the, whatever it was before the creation. Say, hey, if I learn, I'm, worse says, the person says, my Halan Rabbanan, Lidukar, Lidutano, what is Rabbanan helping us? They send base matters and they learn, they don't accomplish anything. And worse says, that's not because. Morris says, "Why is that? Why is that because?" But he's, he, Morris says, "He besides, he's begal upon a batarsh look alochah. He's connected a posse. Connected a posse in the parshas vayera." He says, "The person says, 'I'm willing to save a whole city because the ten tzaddikim in the city. I'm willing to save five cities like some of fortune because the ten tzaddikim over there.' They sit there. That means they sit in their corner. The Morris says, and they just sit and learn. They don't do anything else, and the whole city is saved because of it. That's what the more than that's what the more actually explains shopping more. So he's sitting, you complain about." 
about you know the, the, they call them the bench crashers. You know all these color guys. You know what do they accomplish? You know they sit there and learn. You know go and accomplish something. You know be a productive citizen. I mean that that the more says, "Ain't look at them. This is not because they look at them. How that statement." I mean, people care. They're learners. They don't know. But the more says that is called, look at the Lamhab. Those bench catchers are the reason why you're alive. There's a Maisa, famous Maisa. There's a certain Godel that um, was holding out his son in law in Carol. And, you know, they used to have a call cast. And if Carol knows, they used to have their, the, the person's son would marry. They move, they move, they're moving upstairs and nearby. They give them an apartment. They give them what to eat. And the person would sit in the basement and learn. That was the old system. So eventually, obviously, sometimes the people get the... Um, Start getting restless. Time to go out. Also, you feel a bit bad. You're relying on the largesse of your uh, of, of, of the father-in-law. Well, so the son-in-law is a big time of home. He wanted to he wanted to get offers for a bonus. He wanted to accept a bonus. And the father refused. No, I want you to stay here. He says, I'm, but, you know, you're supporting me for so long. You know, I, I can't. Uh, it, I feel bad. Says, who, who knows who's supporting me? Maybe you're supporting me. Back and forth a few times. And finally, one time, eventually. The son-in-law you know, came a new offer. The son-in-law refused to stay. And he went. Two weeks later, his father was nifty. The son-in-law was the source of the support from a Kurdish Baruch because you were holding out this person and learning. That was his source to keep be alive. No longer was no longer applicable. Okay, so it's time to go to Elam. My Elam Rabbanim, what did they accomplish for us? What did these rabbis do? They have a C program. There's something called a C program. So it was it was conceptualized many many years ago, probably over twenty over twenty years ago already. The idea was that there's a lot of a lot of little cities in America don't have yeshivas, don't have kollel. So in the summer, for two or three weeks, people will move in. The send yeshiva will take send one or three people to light, and then five ten bachurim. The reason probably is ten bachurim. Move into the city for a week, two weeks, three weeks, and establish a yeshiva. There. So when they set up the program, so they asked one time probably I'm still bachur, yeah, I'm still bachur. So the person who was the, the mastermind behind the struggle was named name Rib Avi Shulman. So Rib Avi was in Cleveland one time, and he was basically recently he's not he's still involved personally all the seeds, but he was the the man. It was his brainchild, this idea. He came to speak to this group going somewhere. So he came to speak to the group and, and tells. He tells them, you, know, you envision the purpose of you go. You're going to talk about them. You're going to do things with the kids. Secure. Re- outreach programs. That's not true. The, the, the Gdailim who are behind the program which you said that the main purpose is go and sit in the city for three weeks and learn Torah. The hashpa of Torah in the city changes the city. Okay, Balabatim, obviously we're, we're going to try and encourage Balabatim to come in, etc. and take advantage of the program, but your purpose over there is not an out. Your purpose is to go into the city and establish a shiva difference for, for four weeks, three weeks. That's your purpose. The hashpa of a yeshiva in the city. Just the city, people sitting and learning Torah. That's the bak- you're, you're the bakal. You're the you're the tzina. You're the source of the hashpo for the city. The person understands it's a beautiful thing. On the other hand, it's it's, it's, a, it's a responsibility. And it's a person, you know, person thinks for a second. I remember one time, was I was lifted. I walked around. It was a funny thing. I walked around with guilt feelings. Did I sit and learn as much as I could have when he was when he was sick? Did I dive as much as I could have? 
Now, obviously, I take the blame on myself that I'm the one who, you know, it's a funny, it's a funny, but I did was, hey, the person needs a help, and am I doing what I could do to help? Just like we say, the person needs help, and I do physically what I can to do to help. So there's other ways of helping. Sitting and learning, diving, it's also a way to help. And by doing what I could have done. And then I told myself, okay, obviously it's not my responsibility, you know, the person has his ways, but for myself, I have to, at my end of the deal, I have to stop a thing. Am I doing what I can to help these people? Which means sitting and learning. I know Hashem and you, his father was, was um, very sick. So he told me, so he went to, he, so he traveled to, by his father's bedside. When he took out a gore, he sat in the room. So he said, take out a telephone. He says, tell him I don't know my, 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 how strong my feelings are. But learning, I can learn. So I'll take out a safe, but I'll learn. The schools of the terror should help. The schools of the terror is a powerful thing. Second post. Avram calls in. Avram calls in his avid, the elder of his house, the one who, who, who rule, controls the, everything which Avram has. He was, he was appointed as the, the chief operating officer. Avram owns the place. And the chief, the CEO, the chief operating officer is Eliezer. Avram doesn't know anything. He's a Moshe. He's the ruler. Hey, he's in he's complete control. He has free hands, he whatever he wants. And he says, he calls on this fellow, right, Eliezer. Calls him in, he says, you know, I want, I want to, I don't trust you. I want to make you swear. Do not dare take a child, to take a wife from my child, my son, that it's from the Bible's Canaan, and go to Aram and get a child, get a, get a wife for my daughter, for my son. Right? So the barrel, the barrel salvation, the barrel brisker. Uh, one time, by his, by Yeshiva had a husband for him. So Rabbi Mosban, Yeshiva in the Riverdale, was told tells. So he learned, he learned by the barrel for three years. So he said, "What on this bed? He had a report from a barrel this, this over here. Imagine like this: you come into the city." You're not really familiar. You don't. You're, you're, you're a guest there. You don't know the, You don't. And you're looking for a, a kosher place to eat. Okay. So let's discuss different levels of kashrus. Right. Further comes in. He's not so so careful about kashrus. He walks in. He walks into the shul. He sees a guy over there with a with a yarmulke. Looks Jewish. Looks you know yarmulke. Small yarmulke. Doesn't look like he's really wearing sitzes. Doesn't look like you know thomas without a jacket maybe. Ah, you know, doesn't look so too 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 orthodox. But he you know, you see the cute time where I, you know, where there's reliable kosher establishment in this town is. And he tells him, yeah, you can go by uh, at, at, uh, at uh, this and this place. So, thank you very much. And he goes there. Another person's coming in. There's two travelers coming together. He says, you know, I ain't going to trust this fellow's opinion of a kosher establishment. My standards are higher than that. So looks around the shore and he finds the fellow. This fellow looks, looks a little more orthodox. He says, you know, excuse me, can you tell some place? And he goes there. Another fellow comes in, looking for a place. He says he's not going to get anything less than a yeshivish fellow. And the yeshivish fellow is more machmer, and he's a little more, he's a little more machmer also. So he goes over to one of the yeshivish guys and says, "Excuse me, you tell me where you can go." He says, "Oh, that place, don't touch it." But this place is good. The person's really, really. You know, he says, you know, "The rob guy's a kosher. The rob." He says he's not going to rely just to any balabas. He wants to speak to the rob. The rob, let the rob tell him where he should go. And the rob tells him where to go. Okay, now the same four people. Each one with their level of observance. Come to the city, and they have a large sum of money on them, and they need a place to put the money for. They can't travel with it. They need a place to carry on their on their person. Hundred thousand dollars in cash. Half a million dollars in cash. 
So they need a place to put it, a safe place, and they need, they need you know, but they don't want to put it in the bank, whatever. They need a reliable person that you know can get this money back. They don't want to add when they come back after the weekend. So you walk into the city, you go to the guy and she'll excuse me, um, can you tell me a reliable person in the city where I could uh, put put a half a million dollars cash to trust? No, you don't do that. Right? You don't do that. You don't go to the rub either. Right? You do a major research and effort before you give to somebody, and then when you finally do it, you know it, it's done with under shua uh, hamura with every single other every guarantee you can have. Make sure you can get that money back. That's our approach. Come to Rambam and says he, he owned properties, stuff, millions of dollars worth of properties. Eliezer, Eliezer. Properties, whatever you want, take care. I don't care what you do. No problems. Whatever you do is okay. I'm it, sir. You? I should trust you? You? I should trust? He makes him swear, and he gives him a hole. With, not just with a, a shul, but a shul with, 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 a, with holding on the key to the sky. It's in the midst. You have to do it. Like holding the same Torah. So no, no, no shuls over here. I'm taking the base matters. We're going to open up the order of the cutters and make the with the dark candles over there. We're going to scare the different things like you before you. And then we're going to make them. Hey, what's going on? So Rabbinu's approach. The money? Okay, money is money. But mitzvah. Mitzvah, you take chances like that. By us. Mitzvah, okay. So you know, he's liable. Probably he's okay. He's probably okay. Money? Ooh, money is Kaddish Kaddish. Money, yeah. We're not going to just, we're not going to take any chances up here on the money. That's the difference in all the of Rabbinu. Rabbi Rukham says in this post, a similar idea, a little bit different to nature. The purpose, what's the purpose of a shul? The purpose of a shul is to protect that person should not end up, end up with a lie. That person says something, his word is his word, but a person who's worried about his word, he says, you know, hey, I, I, need, I need some type of a stronger guarantee. I want to... I wanted to swear, I want to swear myself. I mean, listen, you know, you don't, you don't fulfill your word, but it's the end of the world. Says, we don't have this idea, we give a person a shleif who's making make a shleif. So you're going to say, hey, we're, we're beautiful people, we trust our people. And Ramavino was this low life who didn't trust anybody. You don't know, trust Eliezer, you have to make him make a shleif. What's with you? Modern day terms, they say, you know, you're a rabbi, you know, yes, it's a Jew, he's a Jewish guy, he's a nice guy, but well, you don't trust him, you know, come on. You, you, you don't like people, rabbi, you're not a trusting person, you're, you're not a nice person. So you're open like this. The idea of getter, the idea of making a getter, it's called out from impossible. It makes you open, you make protection. Because I said, can't, can't write on Shabbos? Okay, don't touch pens. Don't touch pencils. Can't carry on Shabbos? Don't take a little bit of an esser on Shabbos. It's a little bit of an esser. She said, like this, he said, because I said that the, 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 when you do the norm of the little bit of an esser, the up and down, uh, takes away the, 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 the up and down takes away the bad bad do the fallen royan and the four directions takes away the rufus rose this is what rufus rose means it means hurricanes tornadoes when a yin and go into the shul and they do that annoying like this and like this and like this they're saving the world from hurricanes and tornadoes right now because I came along and said can we now we take it all seven days because of Zechel and Mikdash because not Chazal they only Outside of Mikdash, you only, you only took it one day. 
and that they fell out on Shabbos, he didn't take it all. So we're going to have a large portion of Chayyim, so not taking a little bit at all. Or not doing the rest of the rice, for sure. So there's more hurricanes in the world, there's more tornadoes in the world, there's more people dying. Why? Because why? Because you can find the person not know how to do that, know him, and I'll walk out on Shabbos, forget, and I'll walk out on Shabbos with a little bit to run to somebody to help him have the little Nanuim with an Chances of that, please tell me, are. That happens. One in a million? One in a hundred million? One in a thousand? Which one? Closer one thousand, one in a million. Probably one in a million. It ain't one in a hundred thousand. We have a hundred thousand Jews over here. When was the last time any Jew that you ever knew got so excited about a mitzvah, the mitzvah of Lulav and Esther that he ran out the door to go ask, for the Shabbat, during the week. Right? First day of Sukkot is, 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 is on a Monday. Impossible. First day of is on a Tuesday. Okay? So? Wow! He had on the mitzvah a whole year. So he runs, oh, I don't know, no, 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 no. runs out the door. Help! Somebody help me! How do I do my new He forgets himself. It never happened, as far as I know. I, I'm not aware of the history of the, the, the Judaism that ever happened. The famous of the Judaism that uh, he had a little message in the glass case and he was staring at it, staring at it, staring at it. Finally, the time came, he, he forgot to open it. He ran his hand through the glass case to get the little message. He couldn't wait. To, he forgot. There's a, ah, good. So, the, good. So, I'm going to this about it. In a generation. One, there's this, according to the last, last count, I think they said there's, about, there's supposed to be like 18 million Jews in the world. Okay, so it's 1 in 18 million. So because it's 1 in 18 million that we're worried about, right? Right? Which is only itself, okay? So we say, listen, okay, don't do 9 million. And let hurricanes come, let tornadoes come, let people be killed, let people die, let people not have, have sores and have their, their breadwinner and go through years of pain and difficulty and the kids grow up emotionally scarred. Because one Jew might have a Kabbalah Shabbos! Second time I said, really, Rob is both. Yeah, but you're crazy. I one time I said, you know, one time I said, we were talking about the halacha of sitting by Ereminchus, Samachlamenchus. Afraid the person, you know, might, you know, says he can't take a haircut because it might break the thing. You know, how often does it happen that it breaks? You can't sit down, you might can't eat the meal because it might forget me. How many times the person got so involved in the meal they forgot me? So I remember one time I was saying over to Zalacha, so one of the, there's a fellow boss over there who seemed to enjoy asking these type of questions. He says, Rabbi, you know, come on, you know, how long is the rabbis were into the thing, were like, really missed the boats. I mean, like, what are they afraid of? So Rirochim has an answer to this question. Rirochim here on this question, on this passage, has an answer. So, the guy who says, you know, you know, what's your problem? I mean, like, you're not, you can't control yourself. You're not a man enough to control yourself. I mean, how many times did it happen? It has. It doesn't happen to all. You can't control yourself. He says, gives him motion. So imagine that there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a you read something you see in the papers or you hear about, they have these these blazing infernos, you know, a fire catches and a whole block, city block catches on fire and the flames are going up to 2,000 degrees. So what do you do? That person's coming there, he's standing there. You stay far, as far away, you know, you see the flyer, something like a big thing of fire licks out and you don't go all the way up to the thing as close as possible to see as much. You stay as far away as possible. You want to get a good look, you stay very far away because you're scared of that fire. A person understands that the Maisa with an Isha 
is get, it's the fire Gehenna, he stays very far away. You ask the question, you really ask the question, because if it happens, it's not so bad. So now you got a question, hey, you know, but the reason, but the, the, the subconscious, the reason why the question is being asked is, if it happens, it's not the end of the world. Nowadays, they might even say it. In the old days, they wouldn't say it, but that's, what they, that's what's going on in their, in their minds. It's not so bad. But somebody says, it's, it's worse than death. You understand, hey, I'm going to make as many, many protections against it as possible. The message is, look how important Shabbos is. You're right, it, it's crazy. It, it doesn't make any sense. One in 80 million. So, so, so because that, 100 people should die, and people should, and all the, the concur, everything which goes with it. Yes, that's what Shabbos is worth. Instead of looking at it and saying it's not, to, look at how Chazal measured up Shabbos. Look at what Chazal's measuring and how they, how they looked at the Shabbos and how they looked at Hillel Shabbos and say they were so scared of Hillel Shabbos that what that, 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 that it was worth it for this. Yes, that's the message. And recreate and redefine what, your attitude about Shabbos. That, that's the message. You want to redefine your attitude of missing a mincha. Good. When was the last time somebody, because of his meal, ended up in the morning being a brachas, right? The person fell asleep. It doesn't happen too often. It doesn't happen too often. It happens, though. The person comes in. If the Allah be allowed to go to sleep, that person can sleep for the whole night in Ms. Mars. That happens. Come on, but, 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 it's probably not going to happen. Probably not going to happen. And if it does happen, is it the end of the world? No. Oh, that's why. But if it's the end of the world, if it happens, you, you understand the Gemara. It's the end of the world. The person's going to lose, I'd say, if you go to sleep tonight, you know, every night, if you, one night in your life, you're going to lose $10 million. You might get paid $10 million. $10,000. $100,000. And it, we're serious, you know, here's the contract, here it is, it's clear. It goes to sleep, one, one night he falls asleep, has to come in and do X, he has to pay. He's going to make the door in for himself. He's going to tell his wife, you know, you know, make sure I never don't go to sleep when I come in. Make the door, if I go to sleep and I sleep the whole night without doing this, I'm going to lose $100,000. She ain't going to let him sleep. So he does it. And he's not going to do it until he does it. And he's going to have a check on himself every night before he does it. Because it's worth it to him. But a Kriyashma, no, it's not the end of the world, a Kriyashma. Mithil Yosef says, if you, want to, if you want to measure yourself, you want to see what our answer towards, towards Yiddishkeit is. You want to measure yourself, realistic about it, and, and it's painful. Person, sometimes a person misplaces money and he loses the money. So he feels bad. Person misses Christian, he also feels bad. So one another person loses in, by, because of his own fault, his own mistake, he ends up he loses five hundred dollars. He misplaces one another, he can't find it. He eats himself up alive. But when he misses Christian, does he do the same thing? And with that, so that's the test that you're supposed to take to decide which is more important to you, Elam Haber or Elam Hazar. Mitzvahs are, 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 are gashmi. And most of us don't pass the test too well. And if we release all this stuff and say, hey, yeah, Mitzvahs, okay, it's bad, you know, it's the wrong thing to do. And, and we get back to, okay, that's life, you know, it happens. You don't, you know, don't beat it up on yourself too much, they say, you know, they give you, you know, comes up 15 different. Tweet. The reason why is not because we're such sadiqim, but we've learned, we've learned to work on ourselves, not to be upset about these things, because otherwise it's going to share our, our void of further. That's not the reason why it's happening in most of us. Most of it's happening, you listen to because we don't really care. Deep, deep, it's not the end of the world. But $500 is, yeah, the end of the world. $1,000 is, yeah, the end of the world. You want to say in other terms, you get to, uh, to, a person's going to miss Seder. The buff in yeshiva, I remember, 
Mitzuyin Nifla. He ended up, he, went, went, he left, left Hells, and he went to Eretz Yisrael. Another person was there with him, told me that he, he did not sleep in his bed as a bachar. 21-year-old bachar, he did not sleep in his bed from week to week. Friday night to Friday night, he did not sleep in his bed. He said he missed the whole night learning, he would fall asleep in the bed. As once by his house, took his time, I said overnight, he didn't sleep in his bed. So it's been his man. He sat in the sukkah, learning, he fell asleep on top of the safer, and that was, that was his sleep for the night. During the sukkah, it's been his man. This book, I want him had to leave yeshiva early for a simple. So the question was, he could get a ride and two days before the, the simple, or he could fly the day of the simple. And obviously, the flight cost uh, three times the, co- the cost of the ride. Double pressure for him. Take the flight. Yeah. But it's two days of learning. He knows that at home he's not going to be able to learn the way he learns in yeshiva. Two days of learning. Yeah. Two days of learning. It's worth it for him. It's going to cost me another eighty dollars, another seventy dollars. So you say, what do you say? Oh, that's, that's translated. It means you're saying, "Today's learning is not worth seventy dollars for you." Let's say it in very nice terms. But I was a prisoner, have the money. The prisoner have the money, which he didn't have the money. So he worked it out. He, he, he worked it out. Made his money. He did all the work, but he, he worked out the money. But it was worth it for him. The money. It was worth it. He made an effort to, to get it. He had. He had his head screwed on very straight. What's the ikker? What's the tof? Then a person wants to know what's the what's tough, and what's the problem that's unimportant. Then you, then you have to make calculations. Listen, sometimes I can't do it anyway. But you have to have, you have to know what's bashbircha when it comes to, to, to mitzvahs, when it comes to Torah. No, no, no chances of it. Bashbircha, b'ashem alukei When it comes to money, okay. Moshe will call shalom. He says, "Hey, you can do whatever you want. I don't care." Whereas by most of us, this is this is hashkafa which we have to internalize. That this is the correct hashkafa. And by most of us, that's not how we are. And we have to change that. The Eliezer is looking for, for a wife for Yitzchok. I want to quickly say very quickly. Eliezer is looking for a wife for Yitzchok. See, so he has a tefillah. The tefillah is that he, the, 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 the girl, which I asked her for a drink, and she offers for the Gemalim also, that's the one which is Roy for Yitzchok. So. More than once, I've heard people ask him. You, you get the you know, from Chazal. You get the, there's a three-year-old girl, right? She's three years old. Of course, those three-year-old was, was a lot bigger and stronger than nowadays. But she's three years old. Here's Eliezer, a grown man with ten gemalim, right? Ten gemalim means ten men. So there's eleven of them at least. And gemalim drink. And she says she offered. Until they finish drinking. Now, I mean, okay, they all say that there was a pizza there, but they travel. And your mom don't drink when they travel. Basically, they get they, you know, they travel based on the, and then they then they fill up when they get in. I, I remember calling the number. I think I looked, one time I checked out a little bit. An average gomel could drink 10 gallons of water after a trip to the desert. He could drink 10 gallons of water. So it's 100 gallons of water. I mean, that's a lot of water. To draw for a three-year-old girl, while there's 11 men standing there like this. So the question is, they're taking advantage of her. They're taking advantage of her. The little girl, she's a nice. She, there's some people. They have nice. They can't say no. They don't have to say no. They don't have to say no. And everybody takes advantage of them. You know. You know. Whenever you need a favor, you'll ask him because he's not going to say no, even though he really doesn't, he really doesn't want to do it. And you know he doesn't want to do it, but you need it. So you take advantage of him. Take, she's been taken advantage of. This is the question. 
And the answer is, she offered it. It's not like I went with a person and I said, hey, can you do me a favor, please feed my gamala. She, why did she offer it? She didn't know anything about this tefillah. She didn't know, but she never, as far as she knows, she never, she was, it wasn't a relative. This person was continuing on his way. She had no gain from it, no benefit. She had nothing. And she, why did she offer it? <laughs> because that was her greatest honor to be able to do something for somebody. That's the thing to take advantage of. She, she, was exu- she understood the value of chesed, the value of doing something for somebody else to such an extent that it was her greatest, greatest pleasure. There's a saying nowadays in English, you know, somebody does your favor, so you respond, oh, no problem. This one, no problem, once a real, this one, no problem, over here one time, this one, no problem. I, I, I hate to, I don't like the phrase, no problem. The old phrase in Yiddish used to be, it's my, it's my pleasure, it's my hanor. Somebody did your favor, so you say, ah, you should know, I felt so good doing it for you. No problem, he's like, you know, I don't tell you, if it be a problem, I'm not sure what I would do it or not. I can't guarantee what would be if it would be a problem. But it wasn't a problem. So the mind of Faganigan, it's my law. It was my pleasure to do it for another year. Recently, I was in New York. So I was a family, I think my wife one time told the lady this was. She says, recently she heard a better one. She says, it's my privilege. No, it's my, it's my, it's my privilege. It's my privilege to be able to do it for another year. I said, It's a ton for a year. That's the editor. No, no, no problem. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. It wasn't such a big thing anyway, you know what I mean? You know, and it would be, I probably wouldn't do it for you, but, you know, but it's my hamor. It's my pleasure. It's the old... And you know, it's, only, it's only a phrase, Rabbi, you know. You know, come on, it's only a phrase. You're right, most people don't look into the phrase like that. It's true. But think about it for a second. What are we saying? And, and phrases, each time you say something, it's much be on yourself. I say it's my pleasure, and I don't mean it, but eventually I'll mean it. Okay.